Mindfulness is the buzzword of the moment. It seems to be everywhere. From psychology to education, from psychotherapy to the worlds of business and management, the mindful way of doing things is often touted in many self-help books and seminars as the way to achieve happiness and success. This current wave of mindfulness arises primarily from the work of Dr. John Kabat-Zinn, an American professor who, with his book Full Catastrophe Living, offered a way of becoming present to ourselves, to each other, and to the transcendent dimension of life in a way that is accessible to everyone. He defines mindfulness as an awareness that arises through paying attention, on purpose, in the present moment, non-judgmentally. His work opened up the practice of secular mindfulness for the 20th century, and of course, meditation. The aim of being fully present in the moment is a discipline that is historically associated with Eastern traditions, such as Buddhism and Hinduism. However, all religions and cultures have taught that the mindful state is the prerequisite for beginning the meditative path, and this includes both the Jewish and Christian traditions. Since Old Testament times, mindfulness, or attentiveness of the heart, which is known as Chavanah in Hebrew, has been taught as an essential practice on the way of prayer. The revelation of the divine name to Moses, as he encounters the burning bush, invites the chosen people into a unique awareness of God as the I Am, literally the only one who is truly present, who truly is and whose presence is accessed through deepening our awareness of his presence in every succeeding present moment. The ancient Jews taught that unless the law, the Torah, was observed with kavanah, then it could not be said to be observed truly. As the book of Joshua has it, keep this book of the law always on your lips, meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. In another place, in the book of Psalms, Psalm 119 tells us, And again, I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Jesus himself teaches the disciples to dwell in the present moment, having no care for tomorrow, but trusting in the loving providence of the Father. As he says, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 34. In teaching them of prayer, Jesus insists that they enter the inner room of their heart and there encounter the presence of the Father who is already there, present and waiting for us in the present moment. Again, from the Gospel of Matthew. But when you pray, go to your inner room close your door and pray to your Father who is in secret. In speaking of the Holy Spirit, the life of God within them, Jesus teaches his followers to perceive the presence of the Spirit as the breath of life, in Greek, pneuma. And after his resurrection, he breathes the Holy Spirit over them. The Spirit as literally the holy breath, in Greek, agios pneumatikos, is both our way into the awareness of the divine presence dwelling within us and the very means by which God calls us to this awareness. The ancient fathers of the Church, such as Saints John Climacus, John Cassian, Benedict, Gregory Nazianzus and all those coming from the desert monastic tradition, 
those spiritual practitioners of the 3rd to 5th centuries who went into the deserts of Egypt and Lebanon to seek uninterrupted awareness of God. They all continually spoke of the necessity of developing the art of attending to the present moment, being mindfully aware, prosakai, as they said in Greek. As the essential art of the man or woman who prays, they developed many techniques for centering the mind in the heart through the use of the breath and the prayer word. The word we use for this in our Roman tradition, Latin tradition, is versiculum. It means the little word. This was so as to remain in this inner watchfulness in which the love of God may be truly encountered and then yielded to in such a way as to allow the Holy Spirit to begin his healing work of sanctification.